Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Head over to my website at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and to explore the organizing and productivity resources, including over 450 articles over there on a range of organizational topics, including today's. So May is Mental Health Awareness Week, and I want to spend time in May talking about the awareness that comes from knowing we can act in ways that support good mental health. So we can make positive choices that absolutely support good mental health, just like we can make positive choices that can um, improve and support our personal well-being, our physical well-being. So um, I just want to plant that seed. That's what I'm going to be talking about for the next few weeks. Uh, In coaching, we talk about essential structures, and those structures come in four areas. So the first one is support, supportive systems and routines, environments and people. Uh, The next one is self-knowledge. The next one's action, and then there's education. And these aren't in any particular order, other than how they kind of show up on the the page when I'm looking at them, when I'm on a coaching call and, and helping my clients. And so it seems that even with five Tuesdays total in May, I think we will still have plenty to talk about. So I uh, am bundling two podcast recordings today, and it feels very strange. Um, I feel like I want to rush through this topic because I've already been talking for 20 minutes or so. I guess it's kind of like uh, singing at church when I'm tired of singing all the verses, even though I know that they tell the story. So I'll try not to rush too fast. So stepping back to those essential structures, I want to start this series considering supportive people in our lives. A few weeks ago, I talked about accountability. And last week, we looked at body doubling, what it is, how it works, and how to make it work for you. So I mentioned last week my Finish Line Friday session, and I want to just spend a few more minutes on that this week before we talk about more of the supportive people that are in our lives. So first a few words, like I said, on Finish Line Friday. So if you didn't know, I host a free weekly productivity session every Friday. It's called Finish Line Friday for my community. It's based on the ideas of accountability and body doubling. My participants and I spend time together working side by side on our own tasks. So statistically speaking, the most productive ratio of work and rest has been found to be 52 minutes of work and 10 minutes of rest, repeated in cycles. So in Finish Line Friday, we use the Pomodoro technique for productivity. The Pomodoro technique takes the 52 and 10 ratio and breaks it into cycles of 25 minutes of work and 5 minutes of rest. We work through four cycles of 25 and 5 on that weekly call, and then we wrap up and are expected, in theory, to take a little longer break before getting back to work. So some of the benefits of Finish Line Friday include camaraderie. It's just such a pleasant group to work with. I have been so 
happy to get to know some of the folks that are in the group who come every Friday. They are such a kind and supportive group of each other. Um, It's just so interesting to me, some of the topics that might come up for conversation in the break. Um, And again, everybody's just super kind Um, and definitely positive energy out there to share. Another thing that helps with that uh, body doubling and finish line Friday group is that I am a verbal processor. Isn't that a nice way to say that I talk a lot? Um, But it's true. Uh, Being a verbal processor, I learn by speaking things out loud sometimes. So not a shock that I'm a podcaster now, right? But it does help me to say things out loud to others, maybe what I want to work on for the next 25 minutes or 50 minutes, right? So it helps me to to say those things out loud because I can hear myself talk and uh, it gives me some more clarity. So one of the other perks of my Finish Line Friday group is that we can do a deeper dive on time management topics. So um, my participants have reported, you know, arriving at a better grasp of just how long certain types of tasks take. And also then once they get a better idea of that, they get better about budgeting the time to get those things done. Similarly or relatedly, Um, Participants have mentioned that Finish Line Friday helps them to know what 25 minutes feels like or 50 minutes, which again helps us going forward with planning our work and our time. To be honest, a lot of us don't know what a certain amount of time feels like. So in my 20 years of business, I've gotten really good at knowing what an hour feels like or two hours feel like because often in my coaching sessions or my organizing sessions, I am the timekeeper and that's okay. So I've gotten good at that, but it's not always something that's natural for us and um, it is a skill that we can build. And so that's another perk of Finish Line Friday. What we can also do in that time together is building our productivity muscles So in life, we don't always get to complete a task or project. I mean, some days it feels like I never get to complete a task or project, but we get to make progress on it in those sessions, you know, in any session, even if we just get to work on it for an hour or two. And even an hour or two of progress is still better than not working on it at all. And the more progress we make, the better idea we get of just what's left to do to finish until we can call that work complete. So again, that is definitely something, a skill that we can build up to as well. And conversely, we are reminded that productivity improves when breaks happen. So being on Finish Line Friday helps me to stick with taking breaks because I got to tell you, I am terrible about that sometimes. There are days when I really love it. I seem to hit my stride and my work and I can just focus and keep working on getting a project complete. So I've been known to just commit and sit at my computer for three or four or five hours at a stretch, straight with hyper-focus. And then, not surprisingly, the brain starts to get fuzzy. I realize that my shoulders are tight. I have a headache. I'm starving, my feet fell asleep, my water glass has been empty for hours, and now I am completely spent. So now instead of a five-minute break, I need a bigger break because I haven't taken those periodical breaks that would have maintained my focus a little bit better and in a more healthy way, right? So I love a good focus session when I'm in the zone, but I absolutely appreciate that I have to get up and move around at regular intervals And so that that 
52, excuse me, that 25 and 5 is a good and healthy combination. So please consider joining us for Finish Line Friday for a supportive community and productivity. And what else I want to talk about this week is who else is on the team? Supportive people, right? That's what I wanted to talk about this week. And so I bet that you have supportive people in your life. And maybe you're that supportive person for others. And that's great too. So let's talk about helpful people that we know, right? So, wow, I guess this is all about me talking. Um, but the <laughs> reading my article here, uh, it starts out with, I talk a lot. Um, I strike up conversations with anyone, anywhere. My husband never worries about me being lonely if he takes me to some event because soon enough I am chatting with someone. I meet great people and learn new things all the time. I don't talk to people solely for information gathering, but it is a great side benefit. Last week, a client was struggling with decision making, and I suggested that she gather more information about a particularly important and weighty decision. I encouraged her to ask her experts and to talk to people. After a personal sharing of parenting struggles recently, a different client said she had never stated those things out loud, and it was too bad we all don't talk about these things because we could absolutely learn from each other. Solution? Talk to people. Ask your experts, right? So recently, a fellow organizer helped me to change a profile because uh, they were trying to change their profile on a professional group as well. She gave me resources, I gave her resources, and we walked each other through the process, right? So direct, efficient, weighing opinions and facts, awesome. We talked to each other and asked our experts. You know smart and helpful and friendly people. You really do, I promise. And maybe you are someone else's smart and helpful and friendly person, right? We still have to act, of course, in addition to talking, but we can learn a lot from each other if we ask the right people the right questions. So talk to people and ask your experts, right? I've mentioned before on my podcast, my attorney. I didn't know how to set up a limited liability company, but I have a wonderful friend and her attorney who does. And so I didn't need to worry about that because I knew somebody who knew what to do. I don't know what authors are popular with young adults, but the nice lady who owned the used bookstore does, and I could ask her, right? I didn't know how to move my porch light to make room for my new awning that I wanted installed, but my friend, the electrician, did, and he made that happen. So I don't know if a seller can expect a higher price on their home if they paint inside first, but I have a friend who's both a realtor and a house painter, and he'd tell me, so I put those two together. So I don't know a lot of things. The older I get, the more I realize what I don't know. But I do know a lot of people, and I know that they are brilliant and that they'll help. And remember, too, that sometimes suggestions are free and some you have to pay for. So, you know, ask experts your questions, but don't be a nuisance. But we might want to stretch our mind and stretch our circle, right? So sometimes we have to stretch our social circles to broaden our range of answers, Ask your friends to ask their friends to stretch outside your usual circle for new insights and ideas. Just yesterday, I offered to post a question on Facebook for a friend because she needed input from people that she didn't know yet. (laughs) And so I did. And uh, not surprisingly, my wonderful community was quick to respond and support. My suggestion is to ask for opinions, but be specific. 
What I mean by that is, let's say your friend may rate a business or experience on criteria other than yours. So ask for specifics to back up a recommendation or referral. For example, if you're looking for a new physician, specify specify the type or your geographical region or insurance provider. And also be specific when you answer questions for others too. For example, when my kids were growing up, I loved my pediatrician because he was good, he was very close to home, and he always made room on his schedule for us. On the other hand, others might not have liked him because he was really quick in his mannerisms and his speaking. So I always tell both sides and ask, you know, just what is someone else, what does someone else value in that person? And maybe, you know, that deeper question can help them to find their answers for themselves. Another thing I'm suggesting is that we talk to ourselves. Yes, I really did suggest that we talk to ourselves. But as mentioned before, some of us are auditory learners, which means we learn by hearing. So when I edit articles or an email, I often read the content aloud to determine if I said what I meant to say. And my family's used to this, so they clear the room. And that's okay, just like they do when I'm editing my podcasts as well. Recently, I had a question about Quicken. I was catching up on my bookkeeping and I struggled for half an hour about how to account for two different monthly ending balances, fees paid, reimbursed, etc. Luckily, I live with a CPA for whom I am eternally grateful and I asked him for help. However, I figured out what I needed to do just by explaining it aloud to him. Hearing the description of the problem led me to the right solution while my CPA in-house, my husband, nodded sagely a lot and then confirmed that I was correct, which is good because he's the one who's going to have to look at it all again in 10 months at tax time. So if you're struggling this week with decisions or options, look around at the people that you already know. You know awesome and helpful and smart people. And, you know, if you've got a question that you're struggling with, it's very likely that some of them have struggled with it as well, and maybe they have the answers for you already, right? So we want to get some new ideas, and we want to get talking. This type of productivity conversation is one I have with my clients regularly. I am often the expert, the helpful and supportive person that people ask questions of, and I'm happy to help. If you would like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week.